I'm Mari Campbell-Jack, and you are listening to True Crime Fiction, feeding your addiction for the best of the written and the spoken word in crime. If you've ever wondered what happens to people who don't make it as cult leaders, The Shrink Next Door from Wondry and Bloomberg is the podcast for you. It also has to be one of the most baffling true crime podcasts I have ever listened to. For a start, there isn't really much crime. There is manipulation, there are boundary violations, dodgy finances and unethical practices. But if a crime on the statute book has been committed, it's hard to pin down what exactly it is. The story starts when journalist Joan Norcia moves into a new house in the Hamptons and meets his next door neighbour, Marty Markowitz, who he at first assumes is a handyman. As time moves on, Joe finds out that not only is the owner of the large house with tennis court and pool, but that for years his life was dominated by and leached from by his psychiatrist, Ike Hirschkopf. Joe has been working on the story for years, and it is explosive when it comes to medical ethics. If the series of events he uncovers is true, and it appears incredibly likely that they are even with Ike's protestations to the contrary, it poses a series of questions about medical ethics and the practice of psychiatry. Through the podcast, it's revealed how Ike slowly took control of Marty's life isolating him from friends and family, taking over business and financial decisions, and using Marty's money, connections and home to make himself look wealthy, connected and popular. Essentially, Ike stood on Marty's shoulders to gather the praise and admiration he desperately wanted from others, and he showed no care for how much he was grinding Marty and his business down during that process. Despite recent updates to the podcast, I remain baffled as to how Marty allowed the situation to develop and carry on for so long. However, when we hear of this kind of insidious abuse in the short-form podcast, it hurries and quickens the pace of the story that actually took place over decades, and Hirschkopf's slow mission creep probably contributed greatly to Marty's inability to see what was happening. The revelation that other patients of Ike were also controlled and manipulated probably points to a man who'd been practicing his tactics and skills on people for a long time, and in Marty, he just happened to find the perfect match for them. If it hadn't been Marty, there would have been someone else. It did leave me questioning, though. While Ike is 100% responsible for his paucity of any ethics, professional or otherwise, where does Marty's responsibility begin and end? I expect for different people there will be very different answers. I'm also left with the sneaking suspicion that had sex been involved, then the whole thing would appear more clear-cut. People might have tried to intervene more, and Ike would have been struck off from practising with swift retribution. Instead, Marty has been struggling to get any information or action from the authorities who regulate Ike's profession. The Shrink Next Door is fascinating, horrifying and baffling all in one, but mostly it feels a little incomplete, and that's not just to do with the lack of bodies. I want to hear more and understand more. I want to hear more from Ike's colleagues. Did they ever suspect anything? From his friends? Did they stop spot the signs? From his family and wife? What is he like at home? 
we are left with a picture of half a man in Ike. The impression of someone who is about to start crumbling and possibly we don't really know who he is because he doesn't know himself. In Marty, we are left with the image of a man who is slowly rebuilding, bringing love back into his life and healing from his ordeal. I don't know if we'll ever fully understand what went on, and in some part this is due to the fact that Marty is determined to move forward and to not examine his past, and especially will not be doing it in therapy, and I don't think anybody will blame him for that. You have been listening to True Crime Fiction, the podcast that is feeding your addiction to all things crime. You can find our website at true-crime-fiction.com, on Twitter at true underscore crime underscore fic, on Facebook and Instagram as True Crime Fiction. Please rate and review on the podcast app of your choice. Music is by Kitty Kitty Meow Meow.